Welcome to Crystal Clear Finances, where we understand that finances can be confusing, but you don't have to face it alone and you can have confidence for every financial decision. My name is Crystal Langdon. I'm a certified financial planner, qualified kingdom advisor, fiduciary, owner of Crystal Clear Finances, and I am blessed to be your host for the next 30 minutes as we finish the month of August talking about none other than mortgages. And mortgages, the reason why we focused on it is because there are five key areas in life where we are losing money unknowingly and unnecessarily. And if we can recognize that and we can reposition those resources so that you can take advantage of opportunities like more real estate, or stocks when they're down, or private equity, or other various channels of opportunity, well, then you can position yourself so you can live and give in the manner that you were created. And each one of you listening to me today, you each have a dream as far as, this is what I'd really like to see in my finances. Hey, I'd like to be able to have a work schedule that I can make all the kids soccer practices. Or I'd like to have a work schedule where when I say I'm going to take some time off, we're going to go to some really nice places. Or maybe you just want to have that, Ooh, that breathing room in your finances that when these unexpected expenses come up, you don't even worry about it. You deal with it. You move on. It's not drama in your life anymore. You know, everyone that we see here at Crystal Clear Finances is in a different place, whether it's those who are investing and they're, you know, focused on, okay, I've got 20 years ahead of me or those who are saying, Crystal, within the next two years, I'm going to be retiring. Everywhere in between, as we're working with individuals, one of the things that we like to do is to find where are their resources that can be redirected into a more efficient use. You know, if we can efficiently use our dollars, then we don't have to worry about lost opportunity. Because remember, every time you spend a dollar and you give it away that you didn't have to, you not only lose that dollar. But you lose everything that dollar could have made for you now and in the future. So we want to make sure that you're positioned, not that you're not going to spend dollars on fun things like vacations or doing different things. We want you to be aware of what you're spending and also begin to position yourself so you can take advantage of opportunities. And I think you'll, if you go back and you listen to all the programs we've done through August, you can go to crystalclearfinances.com, listen under our radio tab, you would see that there is a common theme. A common theme, yes, we're talking about mortgages. We're talking about the proper ways to look at financing on it. We're talking about, you know, the cash flow and that more money will pass through your hands with a house, usually for most people than in any other purchase that you're going to make. But we also see that there's great opportunity. And, you know, we can get really busy in life. We can listen to the news with all the drama and the down news and, oh, this is what's going on in the market. And we can begin to believe the hype and the lies that everything is just horrible. <laughs> or we can begin to say, but wait a minute, where's the opportunities here? Where are the good things we can do? And I want to encourage you, if you're looking at your investments and you're looking at your financial picture and saying, oh, 
the market's down and I'm just slugging it out. I would sit down with your financial advisor. And of course, if you don't have one, please feel free to give us a call here at Crystal Clear Finances at 518-433-7181. But let's sit down and talk about like what strategy are you using? Are you using the opportunity while the market's down to be able to reinvest, to get some dividends going, to buy some stocks that maybe before you weren't able to purchase? So those are things that you should be talking to your advisor about. You also want to talk to them, I would think, and again, everyone is their own person, but talk to them about your holistic picture, not just what's happening in your investments. As a certified financial planner and as a fiduciary, I want to know what's going on in our clients' lives. So that we know, okay, this is what we're going to do with investments that are related to the stock market. This is what we're going to do with savings. Here's what we're going to do for legacy. Here's where we're going to build our own bank. Here's where we're going to put extra resources so that we're ready for opportunity. All of that comes together. Now, today, let's talk a little bit and let's start diving into our topic before our time is all the way gone. And let's talk about mortgages because, as we've said over the past few weeks, when we look at mortgages, many times people are trying to double, triple. They are putting as much on the mortgage as possible because they want to be, quote unquote, out of debt. But remember, debt is a financial obligation in which the only way that you can repay what you owe is from money that you have yet to earn. Okay, let that roll slowly across your brain. A financial obligation in which the only way you can repay it is from money you have yet to earn. Based on that definition, mortgage is not a debt. It is a liability against your house, money you owe on your house, but you could, I know you don't want to because we all like to sleep inside, but you could sell your house and pay off the mortgage and hopefully still have some money left over in it. So we want to look at this in this race to quick get rid of this because, oh my gosh, I can't have debt. We might be cutting off our nose despite our face. We might be not using the most efficient strategy. You know, one of the things... I hear a lot is individuals will say, well, once I've got the mortgage paid off, then I'm going to focus my time on investing. But remember, and I want you to think this through, when it comes to investments, it's time in the market, not timing the market. And when you need time in the market, the longer that you have in there is usually, though not guaranteed, is usually better, right? We want to have time for the market to go up, That's always a lot of fun, right? Seeing the balance grow on our statement. We want time when the market goes down. You might say, no, no, I don't, Crystal. But remember, in down markets, if your dividends are reinvesting automatically, then they are going to be buying shares of quality stock, if your financial advisor has researched them, quality investments at a lower price. So we need the lower prices where we can buy low and then hopefully be able to ride it to the top. At the top, I know that uh, in 2020, we went ahead and in 2021, we were able to take a lot of gains for our clients and move it over into different vehicles, whether it was a life insurance, whether it was other vehicles that we were able to say, okay, let's take this out of the market because we can cannot control the market. 
and let's put it in something that we can control, or at least there's a, a firmer guideline on it that we can say, oh, I've just taken my gains and put them someplace else. So these are the type of thought processes that we need to have. And when we say, well, first, first, I'm going to spend 15 years of my life paying as hard as I can on the mortgage, and then I'll invest. Well, a lot of times people are only investing for another 10 years after that, maybe 15 years after that, before they're planning on drawing from it. So what I like to see is being able to see a longer period of time that, yes, has dollar cost averaging in it. Yes, it goes through the ebb and flow. But remember, when we're going through the ebbs and flow, your financial advisor should be looking to make sure that in the down market, are you invested in quality stocks? And here's the thing. Quality stocks does not mean, oh, yes, I definitely am because I'm not losing money. No, I think we've got evidence, right, showing that you can be in a quality stock and it can still be down 20%. But what we want to see is, are we able to buy shares, more shares of it while it's down? And then when the market goes up, should your uh, financial advisor be looking at, do I take some of the gains off the table now? Do I reposition them in different products that don't have market risk so that you grow it from the ground up? Take a piece off, put it someplace where you don't have to worry about as much market risk, let it go down again, grow some more by buying it while it's down, head back up the cycle. Now, is that a guaranteed cycle? Nope, we can never say that on radio or just because of a fiduciary and our compliance won't allow us to, but there are strategies that can be used. So that thought process of, well, I'm going to get my loan done in 15 years on the house and then I'll invest the dip, then I'll invest. Mm, I'd love to sit down if you would give me the opportunity and we can run the numbers in front of you and be able to show you how our clients even today are able and many of them have been able to put money into cash value life insurance, pay the minimum on their mortgage, and then be able to pay the mortgage off quicker because of the growth and what happened with the tax-free, uninterrupted compounding interest inside their cash value, which also gave them a death benefit in case something happened to them in the event they passed away. And with many of our clients, we'll even put a chronic illness rider on, which is not the same as long-term health care, but it does give them access to the death benefit in the event of a chronic illness. So there are a lot of skills sets out there, a lot of ways that a financial advisor can say, oh, I'm going to take this piece and put it over here and put the puzzle together. And again, it does depend upon the skill set of the advisor to make sure they're doing that. But I want to encourage you, listen, don't, you know, sit down with your advisor. I can't give you advice and say, don't do this, but sit down with your advisor and really talk to them if you're being most efficient with your resources. And then I'm just going to give you some Q&A that you can kind of process in your mind, kind of challenge you a little bit. And then after we go through this Q&A, I want to give you some case studies, some examples of clients. Of course, their names will not be shared, but some examples of how they were able to implement what we've recommended. And now they're purchasing real estate, They're purchasing, which is business real estate. They're able to purchase their home without delay. They're able to be in one home and buy another their home without first selling the other one. So a lot of wonderful opportunities simply by positioning properly and learning to be the most efficient they can with their resources. So I want to just throw a few things out there. We're not going to dive as deeply into it, but I'm hoping 
that it will trigger some things in your mind of, wow, this is a completely different way to view finances when it comes to the mortgage. Perhaps, just perhaps, I should be sitting down for a free initial consultation with Crystal and her team to understand how that really works. Now, one of the things, and I'm just going to read through a list here, and then we'll take a break, and then I want to go over some case studies so that you understand the practical way to implement this. But here's some thoughts to consider. When you look at this, we've talked about this before, does making extra principal payments save you money? Now you say, or I shouldn't say you, many people will say, well, of course it does, because think of all the interest that I'm going to save. All right, I'm going to spend just a few moments on this. All right, you are correct. If you, if a person, let's just do it hypothetically, if a person was to pay more on their mortgage, then yes, over time, they would save interest, right? Because the loan gets paid off sooner. But we have to understand we're looking at that in a one-dimensional format. So if I'm working really hard and I'm making double payments, triple payments, whatever I can do to pay off my 3% mortgage, while it may save me some money, right, save me some interest, it also cost me interest. And you might say, well, how did that cost you? Because if I just pay the regular amount, right, and I'm paying that 3%, but I'm able to position all the extra premium that was going towards the mortgage into a different vehicle, which is outside the market, so it can provide a guarantee based upon the strength of the company that's going to be greater than the interest that you are paying on the mortgage. So if I'm paying 3% on one side and yet getting 5% on the other, now there's a spread there, right? So yes, you could say, you know what? I've got $2,000. My mortgage is 1000 a month. I'm going to take all my 2000 and I'm going to put it against that mortgage because I'm going to pay that bank less interest. You go. All right. Now, you could also, though, have a thought process that says, well, wait a minute. What if I was to do the 1000 on that 3% interest loan and yet take my other 1000 and put it someplace else where based on the strength of the company and the guarantee they're giving, they're going to give between 3 and 5%. Hmm, and you get to have liquidity, use, and control and can touch that. Why would you be so concerned about trying to save money over here when you can earn money on the other side? I think what happens is that so many people are used to the bank giving us point nothing that we have become so focused that we're just going to pay the bank so that we don't have to pay any interest. But remember in life, you're going to either pay the interest, right? And give up the right to earn interest. Well, if you don't know how to earn the interest, then no wonder you're thinking, I'm going to quick pay off what I owe in interest, right? And I'm going to lower that down. But if you begin to learn, wait a minute, there's ways I can take that extra principle and I can actually make at least the same amount, if not more, on, on us in a vehicle outside the market. And again, you'd have to run the numbers, which is something we do. So I want to be very careful for compliance. But when we look at this principle of I'm either going to pay interest, right? I'm paying the interest, but I also want to make sure that I'm earning interest. So if I give all my 2000 to save on that, I didn't pay interest. I also gave up my right to 
earn interest. And when we don't believe that we can earn a fair wage and interest, then that's why we look at that, oh, well, I just have to put all my money towards the mortgage. I hope that's clear, right? I hope that's crystal clear in what I'm trying to show you. I know when we're at the office, we have our modules and we can be able to demonstrate it right on our screen or on our whiteboard. We're able to show you exactly how that works. A little bit harder when it comes to radio. But if we begin to realize that, wait a minute, paying off the mortgage does not just save you money. Oh, it will save you money. So I want to make sure I'm clear. It will save you money, but it also will cost you from being able to put those extra principal payments towards something that could earn you money. And there are vehicles out there that for many individuals pay more than what they're paying on their mortgage and they're outside the market. And that's where we need to begin to have those concepts of beginning to understand there is a spread. And and that really leads us into the next question, which is says, what are the three reasons why you would have a mortgage? Well, the first reason is the possible spread. So you, I have individuals that come in all the time. They're like, yeah, I can make cash for this house. And we say, but why would you want to? If there are vehicles outside the market, that are willing to pay you more and there's a spread. So let's just say they give 5% to them and they have to take a 3% mortgage. They have a 2% spread that they're making. And we can set it up where the payments come right in, that they're making the interest and you pay the mortgage. There are so many avenues that can be used. But I guess the first thing to realize is paying a mortgage, yes, the three reasons you have to is, A, you don't have the cash to buy it out, right? Or you want the tax deduction. But when we're working with a lot of our clients, they're looking at it and they're saying, you know what? But there's a spread on that. And I understand this concept that if I give all that money to the bank so that I don't have the mortgage, I have given up access to all those resources, right? Those resources now are out of your hands and to touch that money that is now in your mortgage and get it back, you're gonna have to qualify. What if instead we were able to find out the right amount to be paying an easy payment for the mortgage, take the rest and have it earn enough money that it can make up for the interest you had to pay on the mortgage and yet it's liquid to you. It's accessible to you. These are the things we need to think about when we're creating wealth. And I would encourage you to give our office a call at 518-433-7181 and say, hey, I need to talk about these concepts that you're going over. And maybe it's not right for you with this one, but it at least shows that we've got to start thinking out of the box. So let's take a quick 30 second break and then we'll be back with more crystal clear finances. Does the value of your house go up if you pay extra? Do your payments going forward change? And can you easily access that money again? This is Crystal Langdon with today's Financial Gem. When it comes to mortgages, there are a lot of misconceptions. Paying extra doesn't mean your house value will go up. The economy in your neighborhood will play in that decision. Paying extra usually doesn't let you skip the next payment or pay less and all the money you give to the bank, well, you have to qualify to touch it again. Money and mortgages have financial rules. Understanding how they work can help you become more efficient and could save you money now and in the future. Learn more by calling Crystal Clear Finances today at 518-433-7181.
And we're back with more Crystal Clear Finances. My name is Crystal Langdon, and it is such a pleasure to be here with you. I love being able to explain financial concepts in such a clear, concise way that you're like, oh, got it. Never thought of it that way. I now feel confident I'm going to make these financial decisions. You become more efficient with your resources. You begin to grow wealth. You begin to create it, cultivate it, keep it. Ultimately, you begin to live and give in the manner you were created. And some of you out there, oh my word, you are givers. When I see when you come in and say, and this is how much I give, you have a heart to give. Well, let's create the resources that that is in alignment with what your family can do. So a lot of different things we're thinking of. Last month, we've spent talking about mortgages. And again, I know I could talk about finances in the in the sense of investments because I am a certified financial planner. We don't provide mortgages. We are not a mortgage consultant. But I'm telling you, the way we think about our mortgages can drastically impact thousands and thousands, even hundreds of thousands of dollars. And it's just those little mindsets where you tweak just a little and say, huh, if I'm overpaying on my mortgage, like we said before the break, I could take that difference, put it over here. Let's pretend maybe in your case, it was a, a life insurance policy. Now it's growing on one side. Yes, I'm paying interest over here, but I'm making more on the other side. Plus, I have all the additional benefits with it. Why wouldn't we want to do that? We'd want to look at your whole case, right? We want to look at the whole picture, can never give a recommendation over the radio. But what I can do is stir you to action to begin thinking about your case, thinking about what you're walking through. You know, before we turn our conversation to talk a little bit about some examples where individuals, our clients are using this, I want to go over a few more Q&A questions. And one of the questions is, what is the most important factor when considering home financing, how you're going to finance your house, what is one of the things, and I know people say, well, the interest rate, and that is important, but above all, you've got to have access to capital. When other people control your money, they say how much you can have as an equity line from your house, if they say, nope, you can't touch these resources, to be able to have access to capital to me is one of the most important things because that's what allows you to handle unexpected expenses that come up, but it also allows you to take advantage of opportunity. But when we put our capital that you work so hard for at the control and mercy of others, it can backfire. You know, think back to the time when the banks were having problems and people had uh, home equity lines that were open and people were like, oh, this is great. I can access any money that I want. And then when they had that hard time, the banks were like, and it's closed. Your home equity line is closed. You can't borrow anymore. And people were like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was going to do a remodel. I was going to go take a vacation. I was going to go do something with that money. And you just told me no. And you apply for it. And because of the financial condition, the economy, banks were getting really tight on lending out money. And we see that go in cycles, don't we? Times where they're tripping over themselves to give people money and times where they won't give you a dime. Squeaky, right? It was just really hard to get the money out of the banks. Well, when you're in that type of situation where someone else is controlling the money flow, your access to capital, that can wear on you. And that's how it can limit the creation and cultivating of wealth for you and your family. So we want to look at, yes, it's great having a house. 
but we want to make sure that the way you're financing it sets it up that you're in control of your money. I mean, what about the thought process of saying, you know, what if I pay the minimum and then I begin squirreling money away? Let's just pretend that you don't even like the idea of getting 3% tax-free growing within a life insurance policy. Maybe you swallowed the line that, oh, it's horrible, or you know, someone set it up incorrectly for you, so you had been burned on it, you heard someone that had been burned on it. But whatever the case is, you decide not to go that route. Let's just say, what if you just put it into a different type of vehicle, right? There's other tools in the toolbox. And then something happens. Isn't it nice to know that you can access that capital as opposed to you put everything in? You didn't get the mortgage paid off and something happens. I would rather say, you know what, let's build up that side account so large that by the time it equals what the mortgage is worth, you can, with one stroke of the pen, write a check and get that all paid off. But understand, you've had control of it the entire time it was on your side, right? The entire time you had control. If you're working with a financial advisor, hopefully they were helping you get a little bit of money outside the market. So these are things that we look at. We want to make sure that money's growing and then you just pay it off. Whereas if you overpay, and something happens, you could be, I don't know, a year away from paying it off and all of a sudden something happens and you can't pay it anymore. What happens then? Whether you're a year away from paying it or 20 years away from paying it, it's the same deal as far as the agreement is, you will pay this much every month. And if you don't, after 30 days, the bank has a right to start its foreclosure in most cases. Now, do they? Sometimes no. I've known people that have been in foreclosure for years, haven't paid for years, and then one day the bank woke up and said, and you're done, and they lost their home. But then we know that there are situations where you can be prepared that if things happen in life, you just pull your money from someplace else and pay it. So a lot of concepts for you to be thinking about. But as we draw to the close, I want to go over three cases. And oh, I have so many questions and, and answers when it comes to mortgages. So many thought processes about like who controls the equity in your home. When's the best time to apply for mortgage? I can tell you that one. When you don't need the money. You know, can you get a mortgage when you're retired? That's a huge aha moment. Man, when my clients are realizing, boy, when they cross over into that retirement. Yeah, it's pretty cool, but the banks look at you pretty different. And so we want to be prepared for that. But as we close today, let me just finish with three live cases that we walked through in the office just recently, showing how the proper positioning uh, really does make a difference. Now, the first case, this individual, and I, I've mentioned this, I think on week number one, this individual didn't have a house. So it wasn't a matter that they were prepaying on a mortgage. But what they knew is that they wanted a mortgage, right? They wanted to get a house. It really, it was they wanted the house, not the mortgage, but they wanted the house. And so in preparation, they began adding to a life insurance policy where they knew, okay, it was getting the 3% compounding tax-free and they just kept putting that in there and they're looking. Well, several years went by and then they began to put offers in the house. And the, they started offering about two years ago when, when things started getting crazy in the market. 
And, you know, people were coming and they were outbidding. They weren't even letting, you know, they at least wanted to do a, a, what do they call it when they're going through the house? My mind just uh, blitzed on me for a moment on uh, inspection. A lot of places were waiving inspections, people that were putting offers in. And she's like, nope, we're going to have an inspection. Long story short, after two years, she still couldn't get the house. So her and her husband, they keep looking, they keep adding to this life insurance policy, and now they find the house of their dream. It's perfect. So they go in and they say, we're going to do whatever we, it takes. We're going to get this house, but we're not waiving the inspection, but we're going to make this an offer they can't refuse. They literally were able to go in and say, we can close on this house in 20 days. We have this much that we can put down as a down payment. Now, in all reality... They were close to where they could buy half of the house in cash. But they said, this is the large amount of down payment that we're going to give to you. And then they qualified when the bank began to see all the resources we had positioned in other places that were out of market risk. They will walk in. They got the house. But again, it was a matter of we filled out a form within 36 hours. We had it to the insurance company. The insurance company gave them the check. They were able to deposit it, walk in, take care of the house. But again, what we did is we positioned knowing a house was coming. Now, we had another client where their house, when they looked at it, they said, I found another house that I want, but I don't want to sell mine yet. Again, we use the life insurance to be able to take care of it. Well, I'm looking at the clock, realizing we ran out of time, so I'm not able to go through all of our cases, but there's so many examples where we can begin to position our resources properly so we can be able to create, cultivate, and keep our wealth in a tax-efficient manner, and it just takes financial clarity. If you're ready, give us a call at 518-433-7181 and join us again next week as we continue to provide financial clarity so that you can have confidence for every financial decision. Thank you, and God bless. This program is for educational purposes only. We understand that finances are complex. Facing them alone causes stress, resulting in wrong choices, missing out on opportunities, and having to settle for a lower standard of living. At Crystal Clear Finances, our team approach focuses on providing clarity and confidence so you can make the right financial decisions. Investment advisory and financial planning services are offered through AlphaStar Capital Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Crystal Clear Finances and AlphaStar are separate and independent entities. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.